following audio drama is rated PG for pretty good. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts and a couple of swears. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. This is a look at production, where entertainment is always free. Thank you for your recent letter, nephew. I am sure your father will be looking down on you from the Elysian fields with pride at your academic achievements. I can tell you little of our campaign against the Goths, but we are brave men all and armed with the finest Roman rifles and field cannon ready to smash the barbarian hordes that refuse to accept the mastery of the eternal Roman Empire. I hope that come the next spring equinox that you and your mother will come by train and I can show you my collection of barbarian heads. We heard yesterday through the telegraph news that Josephus of Atrium has set a new speed record for a steam car, 60 kilometers an hour. Within your lifetime, my boy, you will see a Roman conquer that final dimension and we shall fly across the sky as the birds do. Come. Say, Julian Marcus, the patrol has returned to the white shore inspection. Very well. Say, Julian, the patrol is ready for your inspection. Have they, Albus? Anything to report? Nothing at all, sir. Beyond the walls of this fine Roman construction, the snow is still white, and the forests of Germania are still sorry miserable. But you will not use such a Celtic turn of phrase in your written report. I shall scribe something so poetic as to make the muses themselves weep, sir. I look forward to seeing it. See your men are fed, change into dry cloak. What in Jupiter's name is that? A falling star, sir. It landed within marching distance. Albus, your patrol is with me. We're going to find that star. You can see Audio Productions presents Doctor Who. Starring Mark Leeton as the Doctor and Robin Carlyle as Amanda Waterfield. Centurion by Paul Manor. Bashing around in time and space is somehow changing history. Nonsense. Consider what we have witnessed. The building of the pyramids. The first manned expedition landing on Mars. The signing of the Magna Carta. Patricia, we've seen worlds no man has ever imagined. Aliens of all kinds. And the vastness of the universe. Soon, my dear, we shall be the masters of time and space. I don't want to be master of time and space. I just want to go home. 
I can take you home any time you like, Patricia. But why settle for simply returning to your previous drab life? I can take us to any time in your life you wish. How about being present at the day of your own birth? Have you considered what advice you might offer a younger version of yourself? Hmm. I would like to be able to tell myself at age 12 that you and Mum divorcing isn't my fault and it's not the end of the world. <laughs> By all means then, let us go back in time and prevent her childhood trauma. Why don't we go back further to the night I met your mother? I could tell myself not to bother courting her. Certainly not be foolish enough to actually propose to her. <sighs> Dad, that would mean I would never exist. Indeed. Hmm. We should try it just to find out what will happen. If you vanish, I can simply go back and propose to your mother again. And you will be restored as though nothing has happened. Nothing happened? Nothing? You are talking about deleting me from existence. Yes, but bringing you back immediately after. Besides, you would never know if I had done it. <gasps> you couldn't. How do you know I haven't done it already? Sometimes, I wonder who you really are, Father. Oh, stop whimpering, Patricia. I'm not serious. Of course we shall go back in time and you can comfort your 12-year-old self. You're my daughter and I love you. To your station and we shall be off. Temporal channels open, time and date coordinates entered in. Punch it, Chewie. Something is going wrong. What have you done, foolish girl? Nothing. We're, we're off course. I, I don't know what's happening. We're falling, Patricia. Falling through time and space. A star? Fallen from heaven? Or one of Jupiter's bolts? Perhaps one of the gods dropped the stone, sir. It's gouged the path through the trees. There. A crater. See the light coming from it? The stones themselves are on fire. You man, safety lights, on point. And keep an eye out for gorfs. Really like they'll be cowering under their half cured skins. Alice, come with me. It wasn't a stone the gods flew down. It was a mountain. It is some kind of metal, Albus. This is no cast off from the gods. This is some kind of automobile. Automobiles do not fall from the sky, Marcus. There have been rumors, Albus. Stories of prototype flying cars. Vehicles. Faster than the dirigibles with the great gas bladders. Actual vehicles of steel that fly. Sir, I recommend we wait until morning. Make camp nearby, and in a day's light, we can search for any who may have been aboard her. Requested one actual English style breakfast. Homemade, not from a machine. Thanks. That reminds me, Doctor, I'm going to need some parts for the canine chassis. Oh, I think most things should be on board with us. In fact, there are entire rooms full of spare parts. It would be easier if you could just take me to a Helpwood store and I could pick out what I need. I'll see what I can do. Excuse me, I need to take this.
that same energy signature again. That robot plague has passed through the sector of space. Oh, where were you going? What is driving you on? Cybermen? Doctor, I did some checking online. I found the parts I needed. Whoa! What the? You were about to hit... Well, that. A Cyberman ship! Drifting by the looks of it. The transmission I heard. It could be a recording from there. Step aside, Waterfield. Some delicate maneuvering is going to be required. You're attacking! No, no. It's a temporal disruption. A time storm. The Cyberman ship. It's flickering. Time is being disrupted. And sometimes it was never here. Hold on. We can ride this out. There. Now to the wardrobe. I think we should dress appropriately for a visit to a Cyberman ship. Sealed until we have a breathable atmosphere. What do we do if the same robots who attack the Martians down here? Running usually works. Right back here for the TARDIS. Don't wait for me, just run. Run. And a big chunky orange space suit. The lower gravity should make it easier. Ah, this is what we want. With a little manipulation, I can access the Cyberman data core. But you said the Cybermen are among the most dangerous creatures in the universe. Indeed. They consider all other life forms to be inferior, suitable only for upgrade to the perfection that is Cybermen. A merciless, predatory race of beings, a scourge upon the universe that can only to the Daleks. Until they ran into a bigger predator. That robot swarm took out an entire Cybermen warship. It's remarkable. But we can stop the swarm. We have to stop them. We must. But how? Right, here we go. Everything a Cyberman sees and experiences is transmitted through the network to a Cyber Leader. Cyber Leaders report to and receive commands from a Cyber Controller. All the experiences are stored as data. In an AV log, if you will, of things the Cybermen and the specimens they have upgraded have seen and done. Does any of this make sense to you? Well, sort of. There. That is the Battle of Junker Forge. But they're using laser weapons? Wait. The A2s are a seagoing race. Why are they building cities in the desert? No, oh, this is absurd. It can't be real. The history of so many races. 
changed? It's not meant to be this way. Maybe it's a movie. The Cybermen don't do movies. They don't do anything except conquer and destroy worlds. No, this is tongue-changing. This is the disruption of entire civilizations. The destiny of entire species has changed. But time heals itself. If it didn't, everything would be in constant flux. There's six points of time you always talk about. Everything has to return to man. Not anymore. Since the quarrels hold over time has been broken, the entire vast multidimensional fabric of time and space is becoming increasingly fractal. Things can change and go in new directions at will. I may have made a mistake, but it's not too late to correct it. Time, Warfield, is like a pond. If someone drops a stone in a still pond, the ripples spread out. But, like a pond, time is more than one singular dimension. The ripples go deeper as the source of the disruption moves through time and space like a stone falling through the water. We must find the source of the disruptions and destroy it. Give it a chance to repair the damage and learn from the error of its ways. Yeah, right. And if that fails, then yeah, we destroy it. Destroy it. Break up what they That must be isolated. No, this is a nearly dead Cyberman. Fully functional, he could kill you in an instant and upgrade you within an hour. You would then be just like him. Poor thing, I beg your pardon. Poor thing. He would have been human once, or something. A normal person with a family and a job, maybe a cat. Or he could have been the cat. But now he's just this psychotic piece of space junk. He's still a Cyberman. A perfect amalgamation between flesh and machine. He's missing some of the machine parts. Interesting. The cerebral connections are intact, but most of the cyber technology has been removed. Doctor, there's another one here. At least, I think it's a Spider-Man. It can't be. It's got four legs. Here's another one. With eight arms and two heads. The Cybermen could have gone crazy. They started making themselves into different types of cyber things. Only if they'd somehow been hacked or contracted a virus. The Cybermen have protocols to protect themselves against such an attack. This is something physical. Like those robots. They must be trying to repair themselves using other robotic parts. Repair or make more of themselves? Um, oh, oh, no, no, no! How could I be so blind, so stupid? No, how could they? Why would they? It makes no sense. They were thousands of years, millions of years away from anything remotely like this. Doctor? Doctor! Ah. What? You're making no sense! The robot creatures that destroyed the Vashi. The same robotic creatures that swept through this very ship. They are evolving! Evolving? Machines don't... Oh. 
But they... Yes. Terrifying, isn't it? But how? They were dying out. Yes, they were. Until we saved them from extinction. Until we gave them a new lease on life. I just gave them a prod in the right direction to get them started on a potential evolutionary path. They did the rest themselves. So we go back in time and stop them? Yes. But first I want to know why they're doing this. After all, they have as much of a right to exist as any other species. My dad used to say something about new predators. Something about the effects of introducing a new predator into a closed environment. Yeah. He said it would be catastrophic. He wasn't wrong. Oh, damn you! Oh! It's like the cave inside. Some kind of burnt tunnel. Or a flying house. One with many rooms and corridors. After you, sir. Wait. The noise. Do you see it there? Through the mist? Something is moving. You men, form up! Rifles ready! Hello, Patricia. It's quite you safe. there! Halt in the name of Caesar! Hello, I'm Mobius. Where are we exactly? You are in Germania, sir. This is Roman territory. You best state your business here before I give my men lead to gun you down. I am Mobius, and you are Roman legionaries? He's a smart one. Is this your flying automobile, Mobius? No, I have my own transport, but this is interesting. Do you know what this is? I believe it is the property of the Roman Empire. And we, as her sworn defenders, will protect it from all enemies. I am the consort of Rome. I am here to secure this craft for your superiors. That didn't take long. You have papers to verify your story? I can provide them, but we waste time, gentlemen. There is a wonder to be explored, and we stand about in the mud and cinders. I'm going inside. You're welcome to join me. We'd best follow him, Albus. You men, stand guard outside. What a delight. This technology is so clever. No extraneous features here, no sense of aesthetics, just efficiency. It is Roman, though. What? Don't be silly, my dear boy. Your lot have nothing like this. Our lot? Who are you, anyway? Lower that gun, you fool. I simply mean that this type of technology hasn't been made public yet. How does it work, then? The boilers must be immense. Is it coal or wood-fired? This isn't a steam engine. This is something unique. We should check for the crew. A craft like this does not fly itself. A genius idea. Lead on, Centurion. A woman? Probably a god spy. Sadly not. She is mine. Release her! It's a console slave! I am not a slave! Well then, good morning to you, my lady. Patricia, these are Roman legionaries. I am Centurion Marcus Avericus. Overstanum! I still find it weird that I can understand people who aren't speaking English. The Titus has many features, Patricia. I do not expect you to understand them all. This craft did not land, Mobius. It crashed in a ball of fire. There may be survivors. It is more than a simple flying craft, Centurion. It is a ship. A ship that can travel between the stars. A ship that sails between the heavens? 
faster than thought across the vast dark chasms of interstellar space. Such an invention would be worth a great deal of money to the right person. Exactly. The man who controls this technology will have emperors bowing at his feet. You counsel treason, Consul? Not at all. I counsel taking credit where it is due, and making the most of an opportunity when it lands in your prefecture. Something's moving! It went that way! Was that a rat? It was a small robot. Dad, are these spacesuits? Marcus, take your talking monkey and see what else you can find. Excuse me? Never mind the noble sergeant. We'll start down here. Not armor, Patricia. These are some kind of robotic functionaries. In a poor state of repair from the look of them. Their faces. So inhuman. I'm surprised they look human at all. Perhaps they came from our future. They look like spare parts. Let me see if I can... Interesting. Query. Who must be destroyed? The mechanicals. Why can they not be upgraded? They are resistant to upgrades. They absorb our technology and upgrade themselves in unexpected ways. They are beyond system parameters. Isolation. They infected your systems? Abandon ship. They got a computer virus carried by some other robots and it corrupted them. Look here, Patricia, this is some kind of cybernetic organism. Elements of living tissue meshed with advanced technology. Oh, that is so gross. Not at all. It could be some advanced evolutionary line of humanity. Imagine, man and machine, the final harmonious collaboration. Or they could be our robotic overlords. Given what we have seen, Patricia, you know that is not true. Consul Mobius, you may want to see this. Very well. Lead the way, Marcus. I think this is where they drive the ship, Consul. Fascinating. Stations for various control systems. Pilot, sensor screens, and, ah, a computer terminal. We found crew members. They wear a strange armor, almost like a metal skin. It is a metal skin. They are people melded together with metal. Impossible! <laughs> Not impossible! There are worlds out there, things you couldn't possibly imagine. We have seen things that would drive you mad. You speak rashly for the... Consort of a nobleman? I like the fire woman. You should heed my words. I speak from experience. Is that right, Consul? What your girl says? Hmm? Oh yes, she'll drive you mad. That's got it. Interesting. Patricia, it appears that we were only half right. How do you mean? The robots, they call themselves Cybermen. They take specimens of other races and combine them with their own technology, creating new members of their species, upgrading these lesser life forms into a strong fighting force. Stronger than the Imperial Legion? Are they more of them? Are we being invaded by metal men from the sky? No, they would scatter your legions like toy soldiers. But they are not here to invade you, not this time. There is something else here. The Cybermen were attacked by a large force of smaller robotic life forms. Life forms that are capable of overwhelming the Cybermen technology and conquering it with their own. And how could they do that? 
They would have to be thinking and reacting. The programming alone of such machines would be impossibly complex. They're evolving, Patricia. From a simpler form, they strip down other mechanicals like our cybernetic friends here, and they rebuild new forms. They're evolving. Evolving machines? Like the Cybermen, but without the requirement for host species to upgrade. This is madness. Such things cannot be. Albus, we're in some mad fever dream. It feels more real than anything I've ever known, sir. Look at that. It's one of them. You will not resist. Albus! Do not kill him. Use him. Use him to upgrade yourself. You will be upgraded. You will be perfected. Obvious, help me! Mother! Stop him! Where's Marcus? Oh, God! Quickly now, show me how you upgrade your specimen. Initiating upgrade process. Emergency power failing. I will sacrifice myself for the continuation of the Cyberman race. Activating conversion chamber. Father, you cannot allow this to happen. I can allow it, and I must. Survival of the fittest. I will understand this process. But, but, but why? You can't possibly want to repeat it. See how transformed our legionnaire is? How perfect he is in his new form? Centurion, can you hear me? Yes. You disgust me, Father. You must stop this. It's insane. The robotic species that destroyed your ship, where did they come from? Excellent. Patricia, we are taking our new friend and going to this world. And if I say no? Then you can stay here. Your choice. Choice? You leave little room for choice in anything. I have to come with you. Someone has to be your conscience. You're welcome to be my conscience, dear, but do try to keep quiet. <gasps> Centurion, bring your weapon and follow me. Together we shall leave an indelible mark upon the universe. Time Vortex is giving some decidedly odd readings. Something is definitely wrong. Time heals itself. Follow the rules and time will always bounce back. You're always saying that. I suppose I do. But this is one occasion where I really hope I'm wrong. That would have to be a first. I'm detecting a complex structure in the same area we found the automated factory. will not cease from mental fight, nor shall my sword sleep in my hand, till we have built Jerusalem in Thurisis, green and pleasant land. Do you think I'll need a coat? Oh, I shouldn't think so. The weather seemed stable and warm last time we were here. Oh my god. What happened? 
climate change. The machines stripped the natural resources. They used everything. They changed their entire world. The clouds of grey ash. It's like Vasha all over again. At least the atmosphere is breathable. I'll get my coat. It's not far. This doesn't seem safe. They'll suck our blood out like they did to Marin. This planet is dead. Well, really dead now. The machines have left. I just hope we can find some trace of what happened. Is that a spaceport? I don't think so. I can't see a souvenir shop. Doctor, be serious. Not much further. painted on a wall. I don't know much about art, but I'm pretty sure this is a... It is more than art. It's written communication by a species that has broken through the boundaries of creativity. Finally able to create abstract images that relate to spatial concepts and things around them. It's graffiti. Yes! Beautiful, profound, breathtaking graffiti! Does it say Kilroy was here? No. It's a mathematical language. Binary states, on and off. It says insufficient data. Insufficient data? Yes, insufficient data. The mechas parting words to the world that birthed them. That isn't art. It's a termination code. Or a warning. Insufficient data. Oh. So. They left this world and went in search of new data, driven by an insatiable need for more data, taking everything they needed to evolve from each new world, growing in number and technological advancement with each new conquest. There's a door here. At least something that might be a door. If we can get it open. Let me see. This is ground control. A room full of computers. Oh, I do love being a geek sometimes. Maybe these computers can tell us where the Mega are going. Let's see what we can plug into here. It's not USB, but I think this connects here. Excellent. Now see if you can find a socket to fit this cable. There's no keyboard. What use would the mecha have for a keyboard? At least it's not a Babbage engine. Ha! Nice one. But it is built around a similar principle, which means we should be able to get it to share information through the sonic screwdriver. Insufficient data? Technology incompatible with my sonic screwdriver? Maybe all this is built by Apple. Built by... Oh, of course! The mecha have advanced, evolved become incompatible with the old technology of this world. 
This place is a museum to them now. Not no value here. No resources, no hope of a future. They left and went out into the stars. And we need to go after them. Events are happening every time. Hang on, this is going to be a rough trip. Good for you. If we are torn apart in the time storm, we might just be able to do something about that. This doesn't look good. What does this? Oh, no, that's fine. It hasn't changed. Oh, no, no, that's very painful. We don't have to land this. If we stay in this, we're going to be torn apart. Or worse! What could be worse than being dragged out of the time vortex? I can think of a few things. Phew! Well, that's good. We've landed. Are you sure? The room is still spinning. Come on, Waterfield. The fresh air will do you some good. Behold the glory of Rome! Oh. Well, at least it's not a TV studio this time. You have been listening to the Sir Julius Vogel Broadway series, Doctor Who, Centurion by Paul Manor. Produced, engineered, and directed by Stephen K. Farnham. Starring Mark Leeton as the Doctor and Robin Carlyle as Amanda Waterfield. Also featured in the cast were Tim Rowe as Malcolm, Lynn Collin as Trisha, Russell Gold as Marcus, Stevie K. Barnaby as Albus and Cybermen, and Doug Manlin as Cyber Leader. Mark Kalita, Doctor Who Theme, by Stevie K. Farnaby, J. Elton Lee, and Neiman Lyles, based on the original theme by Delia Derbyshire and Ron Grainer. Incidental music used in this episode by Stevie K. Farnaby, a.k.a. Stifford, and Joshua M. Blanc, a.k.a. The Manitou. Doctor Who is released under a Creative Commons license. All original content remains the property of their creators. Someone or something is tearing people up into little pieces in small-town West Virginia. It's up to Kolchak to wade through the bloody science jigsaw puzzle while watching his back against an unseen foe. It's a cat-and-mouse game as he battles a maelstrom of terror that everyone around him gets sucked into. No one is safe. Not the police, the FBI, or that very attractive new woman in his life. From Dynamic Ram Audio Productions and Moonstone Books, Kolchak, the Night Stalker.
A Black and Evil Truth by C.J. Henderson. Read by Mark Kalita. Available now at cdbaby.com. Who do you think you are, Carl Kolchak? <laughs>